0: A new roadblock for the plan to expand I-35 near downtown Austin. What's behind the lawsuit to stop work to widen the interstate, and how
1: TXDOT is responding? And we're wrapping up our warmest day in a week and a half. Just how long weather like this lasts? In your first warning forecast.
2: An Austin pilot program giving families an extra $1,000 every month. Is it making a difference? And how we dig into the results of a new study. The Pentagon has identified the three U.S. troops killed when a drone packed with explosives struck a base in northeast Jordan near the Syria border. Good evening, I'm Britt Moreno.
0: I'm Daniel Madin. Iranian-backed militant groups launched the deadly strikes, and President Biden has vowed to respond. NBC's Alice Barr brings us more from Capitol Hill.
3: The White House is vowing to retaliate and working through options after three American service members were killed in a drone attack on a U.S. military base in Jordan near the border with Syria. Explosives hit the facility's living quarters as soldiers slept. More than 30 were injured.
4: We lost three brave in an attack on
2: our base and we still
3: respond. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin doubling down today.
2: The President and I will not tolerate attack on U.S. forces and we will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops.
3: The soldiers who are part of a mission to fight the remnants of ISIS are the first Americans killed in months of strikes by Iranian-backed militant groups since the start of the Israel-Hamas war on October 7th. Iran is denying involvement in this weekend's deadly drone attack, but one of the groups it backs, the Islamic resistance in Iraq claimed responsibility, partly in revenge, it says, for Israeli military actions in Gaza. The Biden administration has long sought to keep the conflict from spilling into a wider war. We do not seek another war. We do not seek to escalate. Members of Congress are reacting, with some leading Republicans demanding a more forceful response against Iran. Senator Lindsey Graham writing, quote, hit Iran now, hit them hard. U.S. allies in the Middle East are condemning what they called a terrorist attack and warning of further turmoil in a region
2: already on edge. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. NBC News learned Senate leaders in both parties asked the Biden administration for an all-Senate briefing this week on the details of that strike. This has questions swirl over how the deadly drone attack could have happened.
0: And new today, the White House is considering pausing or slowing some arms shipments to Israel. According to three current U.S. officials and one former U.S. official, the move would be meant to pressure the Israeli government to scale back its military assault in Gaza. At the direction of the Biden administration, the Pentagon has been reviewing the weapons Israel has requested that could be used as leverage. So far, no decisions have been made. The effort comes after weeks of President Biden and his national security team failing to convince Israeli President Benjamin Netanyahu to dramatically change tactics in Gaza.
2: A convoy of immigration protesters is on its way to the southern border and they're planning to roll through Central Texas. Now the group calls itself God's Army. They left from Virginia this morning and they're hoping to attract hundreds, even thousands of people to join. Leaders say it's about putting a focus on the situation at the border. Our Ryan Chandler is digging into their plans close to Austin. He'll have the details coming up on KXAN News at 6.
0: Several Austin organizations filed a lawsuit against the Texas Department of Transportation last week over the planned I-35 downtown expansion project. The plaintiffs say they're seeking a restart on the project's environmental evaluation process, claiming issues with air and water quality testing. The $4.5 billion project is set to begin construction this year. The 8-mile project corridor will widen I-35, remove the upper decks, add some HOV lanes along with enhanced pedestrian and bike facilities. Plaintiffs allege the project will worsen pollution for residents along the interstate, and that more analysis needs to be done.
1: I think that we have a responsibility to look back at that history, resolve it, and move forward as a community and,
0: and, and learn from our mistakes. AND TEXDOT'S EXECUTIVE DIRECTOR MARK WILLIAMS SAID SATURDAY THE ALLEGATIONS ARE WITHOUT MERIT, SAYING QUOTE, THIS IS A PROJECT DESIGNED WITH THE COMMUNITY AND FOR THE COMMUNITY. WE HAVE CAREFULLY FOLLOWED AND EVEN EXCEEDED THE ENVIRONMENTAL AND LEGAL REQUIREMENTS TO ADVANCE THIS PROJECT. WE DON'T BELIEVE THAT THE ACTIONS OF THESE OPPONENTS HAVE MERIT. TxDOT intends to continue to press forward to deliver the I-35 Capital Express Central Project. Our digital reporter Kelsey Thompson has more on the lawsuit and the next steps online for you at KXAN.com.
1: First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Let's go up on the roof here at KXAN, where we've seen a few birds flapping around on a beautiful evening. Temperatures are warmer, the sun is out. A really nice change in the weather pattern over the past couple of days. The West Shore Home Cam right here near downtown reading 70, which is 5 degrees warmer than this time yesterday. All of us at least 1 or 2 degrees warmer than 24 hours ago. That translates to 60s in San Marcos, Blanco and Fredericksburg. And 70 on the dot from Georgetown over to Rockdale. Coming up in your forecast we have a lovely end to the month over the next couple of days but we also have our eye and your first warning on our next storm when to expect rain and gusty winds behind it in your forecast.
2: David thanks very much. Well a new study uncovers just how Austin's guaranteed income pilot project saved lives. It gave families an extra $1,000 a month.
0: Sarah Ancestrian Shea explains the new study finds that most use that money to pay for housing.
2: My oldest wants to
4: Cosmetology. Last year, Taniqua Brewster told us about her plans after she was chosen to be a part of the City of Austin's Guaranteed Income Pilot Program. My family was actually one of the families that was chosen for that. Getting $1,000 payments each month for a year. The mother of five told KXAN she used that money to help with hospital costs at the time. That money was just there right on time because it helped me to pay some of that down. It helped me to buy medication that I would not have been able to afford. The nonprofit Urban Institute surveyed each participant to see how they spent the money their report just released found on average people spent more than half of their cash on housing costs the vast majority of folks in this pilot do not have any kind of public subsidy for their rent so where they used the cash was on rent another area the money helped folks weren't you know cutting meal sizes or skipping meals to make their food budget work as much Ultimately, these funds allowed people to pay for their basic needs and figure out ways to improve their lives. Whether saving up to get a car, they were holding onto it to buy a vehicle to work, or paying for classes. So we got more hours and a promotion based on the training. Urban Institute says it was money well spent, helping people better themselves in the long run. Sarah Alsheh, KXAN News.
0: And the program was deemed such a success, the City of Austin created another guaranteed income program. City Council allocated $1.3 million within its new budget to fund $1,000 a month for at least 85 families this year.
2: Now, Harris County is doing something similar. Applications are now open for Uplift Harris, which is a guaranteed income pilot program giving participating families $500 a month for 18 months. Now that money can be used for things like rent, groceries, transportation, utilities, and healthcare. According to the Uplift Harris website, the pilot will serve residents of two cohorts. Now, the first includes residents who live within the top 10 high poverty zip codes, and the second includes populations under access, which is a coordinated and client-centered safety net service delivery model administered by Harris County Public Health. Uplift Harris says the county has one of the highest rates of poverty Poverty in the country, totaling over 16%. Applications will be accepted through this Friday and participants will be randomly selected
0: well changing lives with psychedelic drugs how a new medical study in austin aims to help people facing depression and anorexia plus getting a job can be tough for people released from prison but a program in austin is trying to make a difference and it's getting some support from a washington lawmaker
2: and a lot of folks are preparing to watch the upcoming eclipse with glasses they used for the last event but can those glasses expire what you should know before you look to the sky less than three months until a total solar eclipse right here in central texas and remember it was just this fall that we had an annular eclipse so you may still have some eclipse glasses lying around i know i do we wanted to know is it okay to reuse eclipse glasses for this april 8th event
0: well the answer is yes but with a few caveats make sure the filters are not scratched torn or coming loose from the frame or if they're damaged in any way also make sure your glasses meet the international standard you can find a list of manufacturers that meets the right standards on our website kxan.com and if your glasses are not damaged and they meet the standards on our website well then you can use them indefinitely.
2: All right, happy eclipse watching. And coming up next, a new approach to treating depression. Why researchers here in Austin are looking at psychedelics to help some patients.
1: And as we wrap up the month of January, it will go down as cooler than normal and wetter than normal. These are the high temperatures so far this month. Remember that string of 20s and 30s a couple weeks ago. Look at the wet weather we've seen. Three days this month, one, two, three, with over an inch of rain, including that daily record last Monday. Your first warning forecast, looking into February, coming up. New medical trials are happening now in Austin
0: that researchers believe can change the lives of those with depression and anorexia, and it all centers around using psychedelics.
2: Sam Stark talked to a UT researcher who is recruiting participants for a study utilizing psychedelic treatment and a veteran who's advocating for its acceptance.
0: The SSRIs were not working, the anti-anxiety pills were not working. I got hooked on Oxycontin, which was prescribed
1: for pain. Justin Laprie suffered a traumatic brain injury while serving in the Marine Corps in the early 2000s. He also suffered from post-traumatic stress. So everything that I was
0: taking from the VA was removing me further from myself. In 2018, I was a firefighter at the time, downtown Austin, um, had an attempt on my life in the parking lot of that fire station, uh, was unsuccessful. A month later, he read about psychedelic mushrooms being used to treat mental health issues. By the end of
1: 2018, he tried it out.
0: What if, what if these medicines were able to reconnect us with ourselves? The world would change.
1: Greg Fonzo opened the first psychedelic research center in the state at the University of Texas. They're currently recruiting for two studies, looking at the effect of psilocybin, the psychoactive ingredient in magic mushrooms on treatment-resistant depression and people with anorexia. And in the conjunction of therapy uh, that's given around the drug itself and psychological support, people uh, feel better typically pretty quickly afterwards. Um, and then that uh, improvement in symptoms can last for weeks to months afterwards. For Laprie, they changed his life.
0: I'm here. Uh, it's, um, I'm living the best life I've ever lived. These psychedelic compounds uh, were the catalyst in saving my life. Sam Stark, KXAN News. And Congress also just passed a measure giving some service members access to this treatment. It's part of the National Defense Authorization Act.
2: Now, inside the defense bill, legislation directs the Defense Department to create grants for studying psychedelic treatments for active duty service members. That would include MDMA, psilocybin found in mushrooms, and other plant based therapies. Only service members who have been diagnosed with certain conditions and those who get clearance from the Department of Defense would be allowed to participate.
1: First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, low humidity, sunshine and warm temperatures. These are things that we didn't have at all next week uh, last week during that wet weather. Beautiful sunshine filtered through a few high clouds west of Austin this evening. It's 70 degrees right now on the Austinian weather camp. We did have some gusty winds, especially Saturday in the wake of that cold front. It did cool temperatures because the winds were blowing from the north. Now they've shifted subtly to the southwest. This southwest wind, even though it's very gentle, under 10 miles an hour for most. It does have a warming effect on our temperatures, which is why we hit 73 today in Austin. And the wind recently also is bad news for allergy sufferers. The cedar count really spiked after we were spoiled last week. The weekend cold front sent it into the high category, still high this evening. Mold counts are up a little bit today as well, but that is in a low concentration. You can always find your hourly hour, uh, hour by hour pollen data. It's on KXAN.com. Really cool graph for each allergen as well temperatures really perfect for the next couple of days. So get outside and enjoy it. Once the sun goes down tonight, we cool off pretty quickly. Light winds, mainly clear skies. We'll have some rural valleys in the upper 30s. Most of us, though, waking up in the 40s. Tomorrow afternoon, same weather setup. Light winds, mostly sunny, abnormally warm weather in the lower and mid 70s. And then we'll do it again on the final day of what has been a cold January for us. Wednesday morning, we wake up in the 40s and end up in the 70s in the Austin Metro. Sounds good. This lovely weather brought to you over the past couple of days and for the next couple as well by high pressure. This blue H usually corresponds to blue skies, especially in the wintertime with wonderful weather like this. This will be ejecting to the east, though, a few days from now, and we have our eye on a February storm. Not a freeze, not a winter storm like we've gotten used to, not this time at least. This storm system, though, is setting up in the Pacific. As I project the computer model forward, notice how it really grows in size and also intensifies cranking up as it hits the west coast a couple days from now by Wednesday night Thursday morning the Sierra Nevada mountains under a winter storm watch for up to three plus feet of snow. By the time the storm system arrives here, we'll see clouds later in the week, rain and thunderstorms on Friday into early Saturday. But as of right now, the big update today is that rain totals at least four now have trended a little bit lower. As I mentioned, at four o'clock, there's still plenty of time to watch this system and the models will be oscillating back and forth. Right now, though, most of us can plan on about three quarters of an inch of rain on Friday into Saturday. There will be some who see higher amounts and, of course, some who kind of miss out. Today's forecast just great a big bright moon a few high thin cirrus clouds light winds and a low temperature, seasonably cool at 44. Tomorrow looks great. Temperatures abnormally warm again, 73 with a light wind from the southwest and lots of sunshine. Kicking off February on Thursday with, hey, more lower 70s. Best chance of rain appears to come late Friday into early Saturday. Behind it, I mentioned no freeze with this uh, February storm. Only a weak cold front with highs in the 60s and breezy winds on Sunday. It does look like we could see a few more opportunities for rain in our week to Outlook. Second week of the new month could be wetter than normal.
0: David, thank you very much. Most people released from prison in Texas end up back behind bars, but there's a new effort to change that. One senator is looking to boost programs here in Austin to help change lives.
2: It's the story that captivated America. The unexplained deaths of three Kansas City football fans. Only News Nation has exclusive access to family members and loved ones of the men. As the mystery deepens, Chris Cuomo talks with women who have children with two of the victims. What they think really happened. Then on Banfield, hear from the mother of one of the men, David Harrington, how she's coping with the tragedy. The whole story needs to come out. That's tonight on News Nation, starting at 8 Eastern. And to find News Nation, go to joinnn.com.
0: Right now, we speak with family members of hostages in Gaza as the framework for a truce and a hostage release takes shape. Plus, convicted
1: killer Alex Murdoch back in court. Could one of the jurors prompt the judge to order a new trial ahead of Nightly News?
2: A verdict in former President Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York could come by Wednesday, but the judge said that date isn't a guarantee. New York Attorney General Letitia James wants Trump to pay nearly $370 million in penalties. He could also lose his business in that state. Now, Trump went after the judge and the New York Attorney General over the weekend, writing on Truth Social that the case was a witch hunt, and his company made, quote, only success and profits.
0: Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has returned to the Pentagon following his controversial hospitalization. His first public event was a meeting with the Secretary of NATO and Austin commented on the drone strike in Jordan that killed three US service members. And he also commented on his ongoing recovery.
2: At this important time, I'm glad to be back uh, at the Pentagon. I feel good and am recovering well, but still recovering. Uh, and I appreciate all the the good wishes that I've received thus far.
0: The 70-year-old defense secretary was admitted to the hospital on December 22nd to treat prostate cancer and then returned to the hospital on January 1st after complications. That hospitalization was not revealed until four days later.
2: Each year, 80,000 Texans are released from prison, but most of them end up back behind bars, in part because it is hard for former inmates to find jobs. But there are efforts to improve programs to help people get job training. And today, Senator John Cornyn visited Austin Community College to learn more about their workforce development programs. Cornyn said programs like ACC's can change lives. It's about the lives of human beings from uh, who've made mistakes, and who uh, think maybe they, there's no other options for them but to show them that there is for those who have the courage and the strength to uh, make choices, to give them opportunities to turn their lives around. Senator Cornyn is crafting new legislation to provide funding for organizations providing training for people leaving the criminal justice system. Well, coming up
0: tonight on KXAN, we've got America's Got Talent, Fantasy League at 7 o'clock, followed by The Irrational at 9 o'clock.
2: You can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin. Here's where to find us.